Hey, Survivor. Welcome to episode one of the Vibrant Survivor podcast. Today, we're going to talk about five reasons to decline the narcissist Hoover. I can't wait to unpack this topic with you. Let's dive in. Hey, Survivor. Welcome to the Vibrant Survivor podcast. I'm Leslie Kane, wife and mom, master certified health coach, certified trauma support specialist, and narcissistic abuse survivor. And I know you've been wondering who and what you're dealing with. And you're done with distracting people, wasting your time and other resources. You secretly desire a drama-free exit from these toxic relationships. You've had it with the hoovering. You're sick of feeling stressed and exhausted, wishing they would just leave you alone. You want to heal after narcissistic abuse using holistic health, trauma support, and boundaries. If you're ready to disconnect from dysfunction and prioritize your health and well-being, take a deep breath in, let it out slowly, and just relax, this time's for you. The holidays may be over, but for many, the hoovering season will continue into 2023. And hoovering is just like it sounds, like the vacuum cleaner, where after the narcissist has discarded you or after you've disconnected from the narcissist, they'll inevitably circle back to you to get their needs met and try to suck you back into the relationship. And they may do this by themselves or they may have accomplices, aka flying monkeys, acting on their behalf to reach out or relay a message. They also may use material things to draw you in. Trips, cars, money, clothes, jewelry, opportunities. They may also use emotional triggers if they know that they can push your buttons in a certain way to elicit a certain reaction or response. They may try that in an effort to get you to reach out, to call them, even if it's just to tell them to stop it. And this is all in an effort to get their needs met. Here are five reasons to decline the narcissist Hoover. One, it's a setup. Yeah. The whole point of this is to tear you down, bleed you dry, drain you, whether it's physically, emotionally, financially, etc., in order to elevate themselves and feel better. So you don't want to fall for the setup. Number two, there's nothing to see here. Narcissists do such a great job of putting up the appearance of having a great life, living a fabulous life, and specifically living a fabulous life without you. Through social media, they'll post pictures, maybe pictures of a new partner or new opportunities or whatever it is, something, a gathering that you're not a part of to give the illusion that you are missing out, to trigger that FOMO or fear of missing out. When in reality, they're bored, lonely, empty, and they may not necessarily tell you this, but they were better off actually when they were with you or when they were in your good graces or had access to you in some way, shape, or form. It doesn't have to be a romantic relationship. It could be professional. It could even be a family dynamic, but they're not going to tell you that, that there's nothing to see here. And they definitely are not going to tell you that they miss you or that they wish that they had not blown it with you in some capacity but there's nothing to see here. They're empty, lonely, and they live with a lot of regrets. 
secretly. Thirdly, they want to be the one that's in control. Narcissists have to be in control. And the irony of this is that a lot of times their lives are very out of control. They live very reckless, careless lives. And sometimes the controlling behavior can stem from, say, childhood. Maybe something happened to them. Maybe they had a traumatic experience where they were put in a position where they were vulnerable or exposed to something or someone that led to something happening to them that they made the decision a long time ago that they would never be put in that position ever again. And in an effort to cover that or to compensate for that, they exercise a lot of controlling behavior in their relationships with other people. It's a sick sport, and quite frankly, they can play it all day, every day. Fourthly, your reaction gives the narcissist traction. Narcissists feed off of your reaction. They have very unhealthy attachment styles that stem from childhood, and they are deeply insecure. Even as adults, they are very, very insecure. And they feed off of the reactions of other people. So your reaction feeds and fuels them and it, it gives them life in a sense. So that's one of those things where you literally, with your reaction, are feeding the beast because what they're going to do with that revival, with that, that newly found energy and attention that you've given them is either use that against you and wreak havoc in your life or in the lives of others. They're very destructive. And so you literally are feeding the beast. And the best way to handle that is to just shut it down and to not feed the beast in the form of reacting. You can respond but not react. And we'll talk about that more in a minute. And fifthly, health hazards. You do not want to risk your health and well-being for a Hoover. And there are a couple different ways that narcissists can create health hazards through Hoovering. One is the hypervigilance that is created from them reaching out to you and harassing you, calling you incessantly, threatening you threatening to harm themselves if you don't respond to them. It can be stressful, the constant barrage of demands, requests, or just hurtful words can really put you in a state of fight, flight, or freeze. And if you stay in that state long enough, that's going to create other health issues for you. And you don't want that. Also, STDs. Narcissist's promiscuous pursuit of validation and the form of attention from any and everyone who will give it will lead them to sleep with all sorts of partners. They don't even care. It's all about them feeling better. And they're very impulsive and very reckless in that process. 
And so they'll have unprotected sex with half their city. And you may not even know about that during the time that you have distanced yourself. But if they try to suck you back into the relationship and maybe try to use a physical means of doing that, you don't know what you're getting. And it's not worth risking your health and well-being not knowing what's going on or what's been happening in the time that you have been apart or have distanced yourself from this individual. So something to be aware of and definitely uh, a reason to do your due diligence when it comes to not only uh, the narcissist in your life, but even future partners. So that being said, the bad habits and lack of self-care and reckless lifestyle of the narcissist can be expensive. And if you are partnered with this individual in some way, shape, or form, you may find yourself bearing the burden of their reckless lifestyle and their just lack of care and maintenance when it comes to their health and well-being in more ways than one, medical bills, or you may actually get sick yourself just even from dealing with these types of toxic relationships to the point where you need care. And then that becomes a financial burden on you that you were not necessarily planning on. So just another reason to decline the narcissist Hoover. So what can you do about this? Well, one option is to go no or low contact where you limit or just completely cut off your communication with the narcissistic or toxic individual in your life as much as you can. Secondly, you may want to deploy gray rock where you respond, not react, in a way that's blah, boring, bland, uninteresting to really get them to turn their attention elsewhere because there's nothing to see here with you. Thirdly, you may want to change your number, make yourself completely unavailable, go completely ghost. And fourthly, you may want to keep communication if you have to communicate, say in the context of a professional environment or even in a family situation, you may want to keep your communications short and sweet. No, thank you. I'll pass. That's okay. Really? I have to go. Or, fifthly, you may want to limit your time in proximity with the narcissistic or toxic individual. You know what? It's getting late. I have to go. Or, you know what? I've got something else that I have to do, so I'm going to have to take off here. That type of thing may be helpful in terms of creating that space. And for you, that space is prime real estate for you to work on your healing and to preserve your health and well-being. At the end of the day, Hoovers are for cleanup, not setups. If this podcast has helped you understand who and what you're dealing with, sharpen your discernment, and move forward on your healing journey, share it with another survivor. Help me help others by leaving a review for the show. And let's connect on social. Take a screenshot, share it in your IG stories, find and tag me at The Vibrant Survivor, and I'll share your post too. I look forward to connecting with you on IG and seeing you back here. You're not alone and you're not crazy. 
know who you're dealing with, know who you are. Take care and I'll meet you back here next week. Bye-bye.